This is the Bigger Pockets Podcast Show 810. What's going to separate you from the herd is your mind and your heart. Tom Brady can't outrun you, he can't outjump you, he can't outlift you. What you can measure, you can outperform him at. What you can't do is measure his mind and his heart. His commitment to being that guy that's unstoppable. That's mental, baby. That's mental. Hello, everyone. It's David Green, your host of the Bigger Pockets Real Estate Podcast. Here today with my co-host Rob Abasolo, coming at you guys from downtown LA at the Spotify Woo! Studios. That's right. If you can make it here, you can Boom! make it anywhere. Yes, you can. And we've made it. Yes, we, we have. made it here. We made a podcast here today. You know who else has made it? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. You could say that. Patriots. You could say that he's, he's done made okay it. at football. You know who else has made it? Who's that? Desmond Howard. Howard. And you know who else? Charles Woodson. Michael Phelps. And Michael, Michael Phelps. Phelps. That's right. And what do all those four people have in common? They've all been coached by Greg Harden. And we have Greg here today to talk about some of the things that he's learned from his career as a clinical psychologist and now performance coach of some of the most successful people in the world of sports. This one was great. What are some things that you took away from this that are going to help you in your career as an investor? You know, I, I walked into this podcast. I met Greg just for about a minute before he walked in and he was just a ray of sunshine. I was like, this is going to be a good podcast because he really kind of breaks down that the real person in the way is you. And I know that this is something that we hear a lot of the times, but he actually gives anecdotes and strategies for letting go of baggage and basically kind of paints the picture that the only person in this world that has the ability to transform your life tomorrow is you. And uh, it was just really inspiring to he- to hear him say that and talk about some of the success he's had with some of these major athletes in the world of of with some of these major athletes in the world of sports. Yeah, when the best of the best of the best all come to the same guy to learn how to be better, there's something there. And Greg shares some of that secret sauce with us here today. One of the things that we've noticed through a day of recording was this idea of control the controllables. You can only control the things that you have control over. And Greg really hit mm-hmm. that home with some practical examples of how we can respond. Another thing that I loved he talked about is that human beings are the only creatures on earth that have the ability to change. That was powerful. Dogs can't change who they are. Cats can't change who they are. But human beings actually can. We choose to hold on to the baggage of the past or we choose to let it go. Do you have any insights on that perspective? <laughs> yeah, I really like the back and forth because, you know, he kind of talked about how animals can't change. And then we threw him a curveball with caterpillars. And we were able to actually, it was actually really fascinating to see two masterful analogies from two different people at such a high level like you guys come together. And so you were just a caterpillar on the wall. I was just a caterpillar. I was a fly on the wall. I don't, I, don't, I don't get the privilege of being a caterpillar, unfortunately. I've watched you blossom throughout your career. You've already become a bit of a butterfly. Thank you. Thank you. Wasn't there a butterfly joke today made as well about you or a butterfly reference? Yes. In the Hormozy episode. So keep an eye out for that one as well. Keep an ear out. There we go. Before we bring in Greg, today's quick tip is brought to you by Rob Abasolo. Give 100%, 100% of the time. The way you do something is the way you do everything. Yes, that's right. (laughs) That is right. Keep going. I mean, that's a one way of saying it. That's how we've heard it so many times over the the last couple of years. But I think we talked about this thing of not just choosing your battles, but choosing every battle and giving it all out. Go to war with all the things in your life and give it everything you got and success is on the other way. I thought that was fascinating. You guys are going to love hearing about this. And if you think that sounds exhausting, well, Greg also says that you should give relaxing and resting 100% 100%, of your attention as well, right? So you're never going to be tired. The perfect life hack. If you're in the landlord game, then you know the importance of solid tenant screening. That's where RentReady steps in. Now, RentReady's got an important new feature, proof of income verification. And get this, with Plaid certified reports, you'll see everything from income summaries to total earnings by month. Say goodbye to those gut check moments and hello to confidence in renting with RentReady. RentReady is included in your pro membership at Bigger Pockets. If you're not a pro, they're offering a six month plan for $1. You can't beat that. I actually don't even know how they make money doing that, but it's above my pay grade, pal. Visit rentready.com. That's R E N T R E D I dot com and use the code BP Investor. That's BP, like bigger pockets, investor, like me, to get six months of rent ready for $1, which is crazy. Whenever I used to travel, I would get that creeping feeling that I locked my back door. 
How do I know my property is going to be safe while I'm away? But not anymore, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. I'm about to go on a three-week trip to Copenhagen, but am I tripping about my trip? Nope. With award-winning security and peace of mind from Simply Safe, I don't need to worry. Simply Safe is a super amazing alarm system that I actually installed in my house myself personally in less than 30 minutes, and there's so much peace of mind knowing that there's something in place to protect my homes, my goods, and my John Mayer shrine. Simply Safe systems have high-tech sensors that detect break-ins, fires, and floods, indoor and outdoor cameras to keep watch night and day, 24/7 professional monitoring at less than $1 a day, plus Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can even help stop crime in real time by speaking to intruders through the wireless indoor camera. Hey, hey, bud, get out of here. It's like that, but it's a lot better, I imagine. And if you buy the system and you don't love it, you can get a full refund with Simply Safe's 60 day money back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off of any new Simply Safe system with Fast Protect monitoring at slash pockets. There's no safe like Simply Safe. What's better than low money down? No money down. Now through rent to retirement, you can buy a brand new construction turnkey rental property for no money down. Wait, hold on. This can't be right. We need to double check with Zach, rental retirement CEO. Oh, hey, Rob. Zach, how the heck are you selling turnkey rental properties for $0 down? <laughs> it's not that complicated, Rob. Rent to retirement has new construction properties up to $20,000 below retail prices. We also have investor loans with rates as low as 3.99% and down payment options as low as 5% or sometimes even zero money down. You get all the cash flow, appreciation, and equity for as little as zero money down. That's an infinite return. Oh, wait, wait. Let me get on this before we tell it to the whole Bigger Pockets audience. Just head to renttoretirement.com. That's renttoretirement.com or text REI to 33777. That's REI to 33777 to learn more about how you can get started investing with no money down today. Get your next new construction property at a steep discount or invest with no money down. Head to renttoretirement.com today. All right, let's get to Greg. Greg Harden, welcome to the Bigger Pockets podcast. For those who don't know who Greg is, a quick background. He is a peak performance coach who has worked with athletes like Tom Brady, Michael Phelps, and Desmond Howard. I'm a Raider fan, so I know exactly who that is. He was once profiled by 60 Minutes as the University of Michigan's secret weapon. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh, I'm excited to be here because uh, what I found out about you guys is quite stimulating. You're a former police officer, law enforcement. My son is here in L.A., LAPD. Really? Cool. You got to tell you, <laughs> give, give yourself bad, some knuckles for him, man. He's Pass a bad on. man. <laughs> you know, and this young man, just what you guys are doing that has me excited is that you're teaching people how to make money, but you're daring them to be better at everything they do. That's the secret. You don't get you don't make more money, you don't get better relationships, you don't get better life unless you fix yourself first. It all yeah. starts from you. Yeah, so sure. I have a performance coach, Phil Toll. He actually worked with Dick Vermeil when the Rams won the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. He worked with Metallica, so a lot of uh high profile people just like you. Rob, do you have any coaching going on? Right now I just uh just coaching in general. What many coaches are help coaching you? Yeah, I've got I've got like a like a macro nutrition fitness coach. That's about it. He has really kicked my butt. Did he teach you to use big words like that to sound smart? <laughs> well, that was that was impressive. You noticed I it tell too, you, man. Well, he taught me to work out six times a week and eat an insane amount of meat and rice and vegetables every single day. So you have an accountability partner that Absolutely. calls himself a coach. Okay. Yes. Uh -huh. So no, no, no. He's a, he's a coach. He's a legit coach. All right. He's coached like five hundred people through it. So, so Greg, you work with professional athletes. We're hosting a podcast about real estate. What's the overlap? Help spell this out for our listeners. Well, that's good. What we need to be clear about is that we're trying to get people to do their absolute best. We're trying to get them to be deliberate and intentional about uh, selling the product, about selling themselves. Uh, and when we're talking about athletics, you've got to begin to understand that at this level, even before this level, pro, college, high school, the game gets mental. Mm. The higher you go, the more mental it becomes. So while people will think, will think that you're just talking about, you know, you, mastering real estate, you have to master your own mind and your own heart. You have to master your own ability to know when to to go hard, when to back off, when to add on to your schedule, me time. And so we're really talking about universal truths when we're talking about performance. Because what we're 
really being talk, talking about is how what you're teaching is people how to perform, how to perform in a realm that some of them are being introduced to sometimes by you and sometimes by just their need to make more money and figure out how to change their lifestyle and how to do something different than what they've been doing and they're going nutsy bobo. And so what I'm dealing with in many cases are people who think that they know what they're doing, who have been successful, and then they get to the next level and say, oh, my God, what can I do to make it to the next level? That's all we're talking about, going to the next level. Well, I love that. Yeah. Greg, you sort of mentioned you, that it, the, the higher level you become, the more mental it becomes. So is it a bit of a sliding scale between the physical side of things, especially in the performance world, where it actually is less physical and it's more mental? Or is it, you know, one in the same? Is it- well, I mean, that's a great question. Think about it this way. If we're talking about athletics in particular, when we talk about it being more mental at each level – the body had already better be prepared. So now the body is, is is ready to be a peak performer, but is your mind able to perform at the highest level? So we're sort of assuming you've prepped the body Ooh, at its highest level. Yes, because you'll have, um, let's, let's look at college. I was the man in high, DG, you know DG was the man. Mm-hmm. In, high, in high school. <laughs> in high yeah. school. Junior high especially. Ooh. Yeah, I was dominating. <laughs> Was, you are tall. You are a tall man. I was tall, and that's about all you need. Uh, he's strong as ammonia. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> that's strong. So <laughs> now that is an analogy. I think he's got you topped. I fight still that one. Okay? <laughs> strong as really ammonia. <laughs> and uh, so uh, what we discover is that uh, someone shows up now at, at Division One. You know, we may have gone to Division One, and, and but we didn't turn into you know who. But physically, we were prepared. Mentally, you have to shift the way you think. You have to shift from from being that guy in high school because not everybody was that guy, that gal in high school. So what's going to separate you from the herd? What's going to separate you from the pack? It's going to be this and this, your mind and your heart. Uh, If we talk about a guy like uh, Tom Brady, who people may love or hate, bottom line is that's Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Tom Brady uh, can't outrun you. He can't outjump you. He can't outlift you. You what you can measure, you can outperform him at. What you can't do is measure his mind and his heart, his commitment to being that guy that's unstoppable. That's mental, baby. <laughs> that's mental. <laughs> if yeah. you just talk about you know strength and endurance, nah. But if you talk about who's got the heart and the mind to find, wait a minute. Was it twenty eight to three? So, <laughs> you know, who? No, no. There was a game in a Super Bowl against the Atlanta Falcons, I yep. believe. In the halftime, it was twenty eight to three. Yeah, they were getting crushed. Now we're not talking about a regular division game. We're talking about the, the Super level. Bowl. Yeah. So we would imagine the two best teams on the field. Now at twenty eight to three. I love you, Tom. You're my guy, but I'm watching out of respect. And I know not to turn away because if anyone can pull it off, it Mm -hmm. might be you. But it's not probable. But that doesn't mean it's what? Impossible. (laughs) My man. You understand? So it was improbable. All the data would say, "Mm, it's over. But that's the problem that the Falcons had. They were in the locker room at halftime confident that it was improbable and the game is done and they took their foot off all they had to do is keep their foot on the pedal but tom brady is sitting up talking about i'll have another shot and that's all he wants just give me a chance win lose or draw he was going to give you what a hundred percent a hundred percent of the time that's mental baby that's not his that's not now he had the endurance to do it he had the flexibility and the strength but that's not what Won that game. I remember watching that game, working as a cop. Super Bowl was on. We were sitting in the office. You know, guys are going in and out for calls, but everyone's trying to watch. Halftime comes. The Falcons had just been dominating them. It wasn't even a close game. And I remember all the typical, it's over, why pay attention? And I remember saying, Tom Brady and the Patriots figure you out in the first half. 
And like he's he's losing, but he's collecting data. He's figuring out where the weaknesses are. He's making mistakes and he's learning from them. In the second half, he's going to take everything that he learned in the first half, and you're going to see way more effectiveness. Now, I didn't guarantee he's going to win. That's no. a big, big hurdle. But I remember saying, like, this game is not even close to being over. This is going to be an exciting second half. And everyone mocked me. It's 28 to 3. Well, I had all. Fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was how really. Well, you had, a, you had yeah. a ball that day. And they just, I mean, the, the second half was the exact opposite of the first half. The Patriots just went out there and Molly whopped them. It was crazy. And there, it, there's some life lessons to take out of that. Just the first half of your life didn't go like you thought. Mm. You married the wrong person. Mm. You had the wrong job. You had to overcome some difficulties from your childhood. It finally clicks. The second half of your life can be completely different. You can make up more than make up for all the stuff that happened in the first half. And you can decide that it's not going to be. The only creature on this earth that can decide to not be like they were yesterday mm. Is a human being. See, a dog gonna have to be a dog every day. Cat gonna be a cat. <laughs> a lion gonna be a lion. The only creature that can transform themselves on purpose is a human being. Now, my wife immediately challenged me and says, "Well, a caterpillar." She <laughs> <laughs> got you there. It's metamorphosis. <laughs> he changes. And then she got even deeper. A tadpole is born right. in the water and can walk on land. I said, baby, that you, oh, I'm, I'm impressed. However, we're talking about deciding to change. <laughs> well, a tadpole had a frog in it the whole time. Say, it just had to evolve into what was already there, right? Dogs aren't evolving into something different. Same as a, same as a caterpillar. It had the potential to evolve into a butterfly. So you could make the argument that a human being deciding to be different is just sort of tapping into that same, you have had that potential the entire time. Mm. You didn't, you didn't act. Many humans will decide to stay caterpillar, I guess is what I'm saying. My man. That's, that's a pretty good mixture that was, that was, of the hey, metaphors. Yeah. Hey, my man. The metaphorical kings here. I love it. Hey, you could take it because he just took it to another level. Now go back to your wife with that. Hey, look. Yeah. I, <laughs> that's what I'm really here for. Hoping one, hoping one husband wins an argument at some point in a marriage ever. That would be my coaching We program. did it. We penned Do you want to win one argument with your spouse? Yeah, I'll take one. Yes, that's all it takes. But take. just think about what we're talking about, how a person can wake up one day and decide to stop being a jerk. Yeah. To stop being an alcoholic. To stop being uh, someone who is overwhelmed by everything and being negative, miserable, and depressed. Now that's, that's, that's major. Yeah. And once you tap into a part of your mind that understands it, or if you get coached into it and trained into it, there are no limits because our, most of our limits are self-imposed. Mm -hmm. And so you begin to open up that door in a person's mind to begin to understand that they can decide how their life's going to work. You you set that all up by talking about the first half and the second half. Yeah, the, and that, uh, I mean, I'm sure as a performance coach, you have to deal with all the reasons why people don't want to change. So maybe let me ask you that question first before Rob jumps in. We all know that we, it's possible to change. At least there's some people who believe that, but not everyone is changing, but they all want the results of a changed life. What do you find gets in the way of people making that decision like you just said to change? Not letting go of yesterday's baggage. Okay. <laughs> you know, yesterday's baggage will drag you down and keep you down. You can carry it around with you everywhere you go. It affects every relationship, every new relationship. And you're, 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 you're somebody else is serving the sentence of, of, of somebody who hurt you and, and abused you. You'll, ha you'll have a person who's got an adolescent leading their life at 40 years old. What happened to them at 14 turned them into a, a person who, whose self-worth and self-esteem is measured by everything except themselves. So we are real clear that sometimes people can get stuck with yesterday's baggage. Uh, some people are stuck by not being able to ask for help. I was trained by my father to not ask for help. My father was a good man, hardworking, nonstop, 70 hours a week at the factory. And I remember going out into the backyard, when, and I think I was eight or nine years old. And I went out and said, hey, Pops, can I help? My dad looked at me and said, boy, let me tell you something. If you see me in a bear fight, <laughs> don't help me. Help the bear. <laughs> <laughs> now, 
I don't know what he's talking about at eight, nine, but over time, repeating that over and over to me, what did he teach me? A man doesn't need help. Yeah. And I'm not the only one who was raised that way. Right. So there are a lot of things that will interfere with people uh, changing. When I was uh, just in doing clinical therapy, I was con- confident that I would always be employed because people will walk in and ask for help mm-hmm. and fight me tooth and nail. <laughs> Isn't that the, is that the truth? They would ask for They would show up and say, I really need some help. And I said, come on in, because I'm excited, because they volunteered. They weren't forced by the court. They weren't forced by their wife, by their job. Man, this is going to be great. And then they'd fight me tooth and nail. And it dawned on me, I will always have a job, because <laughs> even when they want help, they will resist. They will fight, because it's human nature yeah. to be resistant to change. They really want to help, but change threatens us and it's awkward and it feels uncomfortable and it's just it's a fascinating part of working with people yeah so you talked about sort of the the baggage and that that's what holds us back and the resistance to change is there any practical advice that you can give to someone to just let go let go of that past baggage and start working towards change well you have to teach people that for once in their life they need to choose themselves. I'm asking you to choose you. And so that's not what people don't talk to me like that. So if I've got to convince someone that yesterday's baggage might be a person who hurt them, but now they're still hurting you, you've got to decide to evict them. <laughs> you've got to send them an eviction notice. It's time for you to go. And if I don't do that, they stay in my head. They stay in my heart. They stay in my self-definition. And if, if I'm trying to redefine who I am, I have to de- redesign, re-engineer, and, and reinvent myself. And to do that, I may have to yet let go of yesterday's baggage. One clear example in nature for them is a snake growing and evolving. He has to what? Shed his skin. So there's some things that have to die. In order for me to go to the next Is that what level. makes it hard? Is we the death feels wrong? <sighs> Everyone will fight to the death. Yes, sir. But one of the things that in, with with this audience, this is perfect. You ready? One of the greatest motivating forces in the universe is death. We wouldn't value life if we wasn't going to die. Yeah. <laughs> if I wasn't going to die, what the heck? Yeah, you do whatever you want. But for me... One of the greatest motivators in my life is I know that I can't get out of this alive, so I better live. And live the best I can and give everything I've got. That's really good. Yeah, well, I was asking you, uh, you know, I said, what are we talking about today before the podcast? And you said, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And I said, what makes you happy? What would you say? I said, waking up. I'm stunned every morning because <laughs> I'm like, this is this is unbelievable. If you don't get that this is unbelievable, that you're a living, thinking thing. You're not just a living thing. You're a living, thinking thing that can ponder the nature of our existence. <laughs> That's a miracle, man. I didn't create myself. All I know is that I'm fascinated that I am alive. Hmm. I'm fascinated that a minute ago I was 27. Now I'm... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that and it, time evolves and my life changes. And I, and I don't look like where I come from. What I've been through, I don't look like. So you're a, you're a walking example that people can let go. I had to let go. Yeah. If I wanted my life to work. I remember at a certain stage in my life, I was in my early 20s, like 21, 22. And I think I... I had a moment where I I looked to the heavens and I said, if I live to see 25, there must be some purpose in my life. I turned 25 and I already made a promise (laughs) that 25 I had to switch. But how do you switch? You have to be deliberate and intentional. Hmm. You've got to decide that I'm capable of of pulling off a miracle because I'm, I'm fascinated I'm still here. So, I said, if I live to see 25, there must be some purpose. So now I'm in pursuit of purpose. So you're a coach. You work with athletes, but you're a performance coach, not an athletic coach. How does that change 
what you get to do, and how do you approach some of these major players that you've worked with? You understand that sometimes I'm coaching coaches. Yes. That's the beauty of my of the gig. Sometimes I'm that guy that's pulling the coach aside and saying, people have changed. The way you were coached <laughs> might not be <laughs> the best decision in this current generation and with this current population and with the current policies and procedures. Boom, boom, boom. But to be able to coach a, a young person or an, a, anyone, to figure out how to get the best out of themselves. See, my job is to teach people that they have to be the world's greatest expert on one subject themselves. I need you to be the world's greatest expert on you. <laughs> no one should know you better than you mm. know yourself. You got, you got, you've got a young person in your office and they're trying to figure out well, I, I, why aren't I starting? Why aren't I getting a call? Why aren't I getting the reps? The coach doesn't like me. I mean, the coach, you didn't come here to be liked by the coach. The coach's job isn't to like you. The coach's job is to coach you. If you're not on the field, let's figure out why you're not on the field. If you don't believe in yourself, Tom, <laughs> why should I believe in you? Mm -hmm. You know, so stop wanting everyone else believe and you don't. So teaching people to believe in themselves without question or pause that's what I do. Teaching people to figure out how the most important word in sports might be. Everyone has a different word. Maybe win, maybe championships, maybe boom. I don't know what you might think. But if you don't put the word consistency in it, you don't understand. <laughs> consistency. Anyone could be the man one day. Mm. We can be that gal one day, yeah. the woman one day, the person one day. <laughs> but can you do it consistently? So well, I, I'm better than so-and-so. Are you better than so-and-so consistently? Well, <laughs> right? Yeah. So being a coach of the mind, a coach of the heart, that's what I, I get away with. I get labeled for doing that. Right. Helping people to understand what kind of mental state they need to be in to put the consistent work in that will eventually transform them into whatever their goal happens to yes, be. Sir. Best player on the field, best person in the business. You know, I was thinking, as you mentioned, coach doesn't like me. That shows up in many areas of life, not just sports. Say it again. Boss doesn't like me. My mom likes my sister more than me. I mean, that's a very common response you see from people. Uh, they just don't like me. And I, it, it really is a way of putting the responsibility of performance on someone else. The reason I'm not doing well is because of them. And they just need to like me as opposed to, well, what could I do that would make me more likable? I think we'd probably benefit if we took that approach. Is that, do you think that comes from pain? People are just like, there's too much pain associated with accepting that I might be the reason my boss doesn't like me. Or, or is it? Is it pride? Is it well, we're totally oblivious to that, but that's that's underneath the surface. Mm -hmm. On the surface, we're totally oblivious. Mm -hmm. The ego stru is structured in such a way that it's them, and it's clearly them. I remember I had the worst boss on the planet Earth. This guy was mean-spirited. He was not only depressed, he was depressing. Mm. I mean, he rode you hard. He, he, was, he was just... Not a nice person. And I hate, I was like, again, in early 20s, and I'm, I'm trying to change my life. And the first gig I get, this guy is brutal. And I, I'm like, I'm whining and complaining, and, and I'm, this guy is crazy. And, you know, uh, and it's boom, boom. And I'm telling anyone that'll listen to me what's, how horrible my life is because of this guy, which opened up the door for me to understand control the controllables. Mm. So I was whining to a coworker, my best friend, and he says, let me tell you a story. He told me about this guy's life and how he was a chronic alcoholic, that he had lost everything, including his family, boom, 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 repeatedly, and that he was uh, stuck in, in, a, in a stasis, a state of mind that was just unhealthy. And... And he began to describe to me, the guy can't help but be who he is. And, of course, you should well, why is he still working here? Because somebody has care, compassion, and concern. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. So I can't control how he's going to act. 
He's going to be like that every day. Imagine telling a, a, a young person who's in your office, the hockey coach, I hate hockey. I've never, I love hockey all my life. And now I hate hockey because the coach, I mean, he's making me feel, oh, stop. Mm. Whoa, hold, hold, hold. Your coach is making you feel unhappy. So you're telling me that a person's personality is affecting your mindset and your love for a game you would play till you died. So how old is your coach? Uh, I don't know, 40, 50 years old. I said, what's the likelihood of your coach changing? Zero. So what's the solution? I guess I have to change the way I'm interpreting, how I'm responding, how I'm reacting. Control the controllables is as simple as that. Mm. I can't control how someone else acts, how they think, you know, but I can control how I respond. Right. I mean, Eleanor Roosevelt said something about uh, no one can make you feel inferior <laughs> unless you give them permission. <laughs> that was deep. I mean, and I'm not talking about the extremes where we're talking about physical uh, abuse, sexual abuse. We're not talking about people being traumatized. We're talking about regular folk will allow anyone to decide how they're going to feel in, in in a given day. You don't have that kind of permission. And I, if you have that power, I'm taking it back from you. I'm sorry, I get excited. No, no that's awesome. <laughs> I appreciate that. I think that it is, there's a very strong cultural value system that believes others can make you feel a certain way. And therefore, you have to control them, what they say, how they say it, where they say it. We're, we're always trying to control other people because we don't like how it feels when they're doing something. And I, I think if we're honest with ourselves, people can't make you feel shame, but maybe people's words can expose shame you've already been carrying. Or they can set it up, they can manipulate, they can maneuver, they can uh, 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 trigger, but they can't make you feel anything. Yeah, You make a decision on how you're going to feel about right. it. As a matter of fact, my self-worth and self-esteem must not be based on external forces. I just covered performance, cash flow, <laughs> who I'm dating, <laughs> how I feel about me. <laughs> you ain't got control over that. Mm -hmm. See, win, lose, or draw, I'm going to love me. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I hate to lose, but I ain't going to stop liking myself because mm -hmm. you, you kicked my butt, right? At some point, you've got to teach people that how I, how I feel about me, flaws and all, is what matters. Flaws. Got them. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I'm not going to make hair grow on the top of my head. Hey, the, <laughs> Control the controllables, David. <laughs> but I can't, but I'm not going to hate myself, mm -hmm. even for the stuff that you did to me 10 years ago. Sure. So, Greg, you've clearly got a lot of commitment to your work. And one of the pieces of coaching you give your clients is about commitment. And you've coined the phrase 100%, 100% of the time. Can you tell us what that means? Boy, don't you, you don't want to open that door. <laughs> <laughs> you have to practice, train, and rehearse, given 100%, 100% of the time. Well, that's a tall order. 100%, 100% of the time. I'm saying that you have to have that as your default mode. Is it possible? No. But if my default mode, where I go to eat... In my worst day, I'm trying to give 100%. It's a game changer. Let me give you an example. I had a West Coast real gangster. And it was the family business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it wasn't one of those video make-believe gangsters yeah. that watched the music video and dressed like them. He was legit. He ends up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. <laughs> And he's like a football playing fool. Uh, but, but the kid is a rebel and he, he hates authority. Why are you recruiting him? You haven't seen him play. <laughs> he's so bad. In the first few months, he's got to meet with me immediately for a, a drug test or for uh, fighting in the dorm. or so, It's always something. So he's working with me and we're working hard. But for some odd reason, we bond. And for some, some odd reason, he, he begins to change. And a matter of fact, in two years, this guy is 
managing himself. But now I can't get rid of him. <laughs> Every time I look up, gee, what you doing? <laughs> said, I'm sitting here waiting for you. <laughs> he walks in my office, and it's summer. And he said, what you doing? I said, well, right now I'm bored. And unfortunately, you happen to walk into my office while I'm bored. So guess what? We've got to figure out something to do. Long story short, I say, you know, people think you're dumb as a box of rocks. It's a yeah. I say, and you don't care either. Nah. And they, but you might be, hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, I ain't saying you are, bro. I'm just saying we have no data <laughs> to support that you aren't. But have you ever been a student? No. But you're in college. Yeah. I said, but you have to be in college and you have to. This is Michigan. You can't, you got to go to class. And there's an expectation that you will function in class. I said, but wouldn't it be interesting if you studied? Uh -huh. I said, look, let me explain it to you. I'm going to teach you how to use academics to be a better athlete. <laughs> Imagine trying to sell that, right? He said, you nuts. I said, yes, I am. I'm going to teach you what we always talked about was 100%, 100% of the time. But what you forgot is at everything you do. So because you have to go to school and I'm bored and you're bored, we're going to run an experiment. This semester, you're going to study and you're going to train yourself to be a student just to see if you can. Not because you have to. Because I'm telling you, if you can teach yourself to do give 100% of the stuff you don't even like, what happens when you get to the stuff you love? He said, ooh. <laughs> I said, you will have a habit of self-motivation, self-discipline, and self-control. That's what I'm trying to teach you. I'm not trying to get you to be a scholar. I'm trying to get you to understand that if you can learn to give 100% of everything you do, if you can compete at everything, you'll be an unbelievable athlete. Yeah, he made it to the NFL. So, and <laughs> that's not even the punchline. You ready? He comes in my office. Gee, what you doing? I said, waiting on you. He said, man, I got something to tell you. I said, what? Fool, I made the dean's list. Ah! This is a real gangster right. <laughs> from the West Coast. We're giggling and laughing and rolling in the floor because he made the dean's list. And he was shocked and overwhelmed. And he was so proud of himself. And it's one of the greatest stories of my life. I have some great athletes and some great entrepreneurs and CEOs I worked with. That's one of my favorite stories in life is this kid made the dean's list and, yeah. and was so happy he was beside himself. So he made a habit. I'd have given his best when it came to studying. At everything right. he did. His relationship changed. Every The relationships with the coaches changed. Everything changed because all I asked him to do is begin to understand the concept of giving 100%, 100% of the time at everything you do. So let's take it to the final, final note. You ready? If it's still impossible to give 100%, 100% of the time, let me tell you the payoff. If I've trained myself to think like that, to find a way to be like that, my worst day is going to be better than the average man's best day. Bam. <laughs> okay, so I, I love this as a concept. Can you tell us a few things that I can actually do to implement this concept of living 100%, 100% of the time? Especially in real life context where there are a lot of competing priorities, jobs, side hustles, projects, real estate, family, everything in between. See, see, he gave the whole list. So let's say that you are absolutely obsessed with being having residual income <laughs> and properties that are, are working and income is coming in and you give a hundred percent. But when it's family time, I need the same mentality. I need the same mindset. When it comes to relaxing, I need you to be good at it. <laughs> I don't <laughs> need you hard. to pretend. I don't need you to keep promising yourself to do it. I need you to commit. I need you to be to commit, improve, and maintain your obsession. You're, you're obsessed with making this podcast the best in the land. I need you to be obsessed with making your relationship the best in the land. I need you to be obsessed with teaching other people what you've taught yourself. 
I need you to be obsessed with being and giddy about taking time for yourself. I need you to put on your calendar. And I need, you know, if you make an appointment and you put it in your calendar, you'll, you'll walk through hell with gasoline draws on to make that appointment. But when you make one for yourself, anybody can bump it. When you make an appointment for you, nobody <laughs> can take it because it's an appointment and you keep all of your appointments. I need you to make an appointment to be. And don't tell your wife. Don't tell your significant other. I told you this. <laughs> if you make an appointment with them, you better keep that appointment. <laughs> you better plot, plan, scheme and dream on how to pull the family into a cl closer union with you because it's something you dream of, something that you can commit to. And there's some things that you can give more to because we pretend we don't have the time. One of the challenges is to be so critically conscious that you know how you waste time and when you waste time. Mm. And then you restructure the time so that you can put into those time slots things that are meaningful for you. That's one way to do it. Yeah, that's cool. It's almost like you're saying instead of choosing your battles, you're choosing them all. You're going to war <laughs> with Bruh. all the facets of your life. Right. If you're going to be that guy, because we all dream of being that guy. So if you make all the money in the world and can't nobody stand your ass. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. What's the point? We know people. We have seen people. We have witnessed people have all the money that you dreamed you want. All the success that we people think they want who in their own lives. That's not us. We refuse to be that person. And a balanced life, for lack of better words, is the secret. And the real secret that ain't a secret is self-love and self-acceptance. Yeah, you had me thinking about when you said if you're going to relax, relax as good as you can. Ooh. Right? I, uh, I just, my mind started going through all these different possibilities. Like when it's time to go to sleep, do you go to bed and say, I'm going to sleep as hard as I can for these eight hours and wake up refreshed to tackle the day? Or do you start scrolling on your phone and watching mindless stuff that keeps you from going to sleep, right? Stuff, you don't even remember what you watched. No no value to you. Exactly. <laughs> Cotton candy. Tastes good in the time. There's no But it was Arnold. It was Schwarzenegger. And that's my guy. And you get trapped. And now all of a sudden, an hour and a half of no sleep goes yes. by. Which makes the next day harder. All these battles that you got to fight, Rob just said, are harder to fight. Now you don't want to fight because you're tired. You just want to think about coasting through the day versus what you're talking about is if everything you do, you say, I'm going to do 100%. So you're going to wake up. You're going to get ready as efficiently as you can. You're going to visualize what you're going to do that day. You're going to see yourself winning. You've got a time slot that's already full because you probably prepared it the day before so you know what you're going to be doing. In every conversation you have, the question is, how do I build up this person as much as I can? Like, Rob, you mentioned last night, a lot of the friendships you have now need to be intentional. Mm -hmm. Are they going where mm -hmm. I want to go in life or are they going somewhere else, right? Our conversation last night probably got really good and deep at the very end. What would it have been like if I had started off with that topic instead of waiting until two and a half hours went by where we were just talking yeah. and got there first? That's what you're getting at, right? Is yes, everything you're doing, do it as good as you possibly can. Because, it beca because again... We all can talk about bad habits. Let's talk about creating. Mm. Sometimes, you know, I got to get rid of these bad habits. Why don't you replace them? Why don't you introduce new habits? And they let them overwhelm the bad habits, you know. And so the good habits that we can create include um, leading with care, compassion, and concern. Yeah. Listeners, I'm telling you right now, it's not every day you find a game changer like Rent Ready. They're not stopping with just tenant screening. They've rolled out proof of income verification. Let Rent Ready handle the heavy lifting with automatic checks on financial stability and earnings. Plus, with Plaid certified reports, you'll have all the info you need right at your fingertips. Rent Ready is included in your pro membership at Bigger Pockets. And if you're not a pro, they're offering the six month plan for just $1. How great of a deal is that? That's one eighth of a Chipotle. That's pretty good. Visit rentready.com. That's R-E-N-T-R-E-D-I dot com and use the code BP Investor. That's BP, like bigger pockets, investor to get six months of rent ready for $1. Whenever I used to travel, I would get that creeping feeling that I locked my back door. 
How do I know my property is going to be safe while I'm away? But not anymore, thanks to Simply Safe Home Security. I'm about to go on a three-week trip to Copenhagen, but am I tripping about my trip? Nope. With award-winning security and peace of mind from Simply Safe, I don't need to worry. Simply Safe is a super amazing alarm system that I actually installed in my house myself personally in less than 30 minutes, and there's so much peace of mind knowing that there's something in place to protect my homes, my goods, and my John Mayer shrine. Simply Safe systems have high-tech sensors that detect break-ins, fires, and floods, indoor and outdoor cameras to keep watch night and day, 24/7 professional monitoring at less than $1 a day. Plus, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can even help stop crime in real time by speaking to intruders through the wireless indoor camera. Hey, hey bud, get out of here. It's like that, but it's a lot better, I imagine. And if you buy the system and you don't love it, you can get a full refund with Simply Safe's 60-day money-back guarantee. Simply Safe has given me and many of our listeners real peace of mind, and I want you to have it too. Right now, get 20% off of any new Simply Safe system with fast protect monitoring at simplysafe.com/pockets. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We're always looking for ways to improve, searching for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for better is by matching with quality candidates. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com BiggerPockets. Just go to Indeed.com BiggerPockets right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com BiggerPockets. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You might think you want real estate, but that's not true. What you really want is passive income. With new investors struggling to find deals or get enough money to buy them and veteran landlords tired of the constant tenant phone calls, is there a better alternative? Actually, there is. Short notes from Connect Invest. Connect Invest is an online investing platform that allows you to easily participate in passive real estate investing, and all you need is $500 to start. Short Notes collectively funds a diversified portfolio of commercial and residential real estate projects across acquisition, construction, and development phases. You'll earn a fixed monthly income without the hassle of owning or managing real estate. Head to connectinvest.com BP to create your account. Fund your digital wallet with at least $500. Select from 6, 12, and 24-month short notes with annualized return rates up to 9%. Then sit back and let your monthly returns roll in. Join today by visiting connectinvest.com slash VP. Connectinvest.com slash VP. So for our audience, one of the biggest struggles that these people have is fear. We're asking them to leave a W-2 job and get into an entrepreneurial mindset. We're asking them to quit the security that comes from someone else providing for their safety and putting themselves in a position where they're in control of their own safety, which, as you know, puts you in a position in life where you're going to perform the best. But it's scary, right? So something that people have heard us say before, and I want to talk to you about, is to stop fearing fear. But your twist on it is that it isn't about courage, it's about predictability. Let me know what you mean by that. Look, fear is predictable. Mm-hmm. It's part of being human. Some of the greatest moments, Rob, Dave, some of the greatest moments of your life, some of the most exciting moments of your life, you're about to crap your pants. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's good, man. Like, about to have a kid. Is that scary? Come on, yeah. man. Think about Getting what ready to get talking. married? Come on. It was the most exciting moment. But what we discover is that anxiety and excitement, there's a thin line, mm. physiologically speaking, between how the body reacts. Mm. The same emotions show up when you're excited and when you're anxious. The same, oh my God, then I need to turn anxiety into excitement and fear into passion, Mm -hmm. into fire, 
That's what we do. That's what you teach. You teach people to understand that fear is predictable, therefore manageable. I, it, fear is going to show up. You, you, fear, you about to do something major and you're thinking about quitting that job and fear shows up and tell me, mm, I don't know about that. You're supposed to say fear. <laughs> I expected you sooner, <laughs> but I don't have time for you right now, but I promise I know you'll be there. We'll get back together and talk about it. I'm serious. That's how I talk to my, That's how I coach. I teach my people to anticipate fear. Now let's talk about courage. You know, the word courage doesn't exist unless we're talking about overcoming fear. <laughs> fear. Courage don't even exist without understanding fear. Because courage is not the... See, fearless, that's a wonderful word. But people who are fearless are usually drunk or maybe clinically insane. Yeah. <laughs> so what we're talking about is that courage is not the absence of fear. It's facing fear. And there are all kinds of fears to face. What I teach is for people to be so excited about the fear that they turn it into magic. They turn it into fire. That's one of the ways that you have to shift your thinking and anticipate and know that fear is going to show up. If fear doesn't show up, something ain't right. It's almost like nature's way of preparing you to do something that's going to take more out of you than what you're used to doing. We have all, I don't care who you are, you've had that moment where you were too tired and you did it anyway. You pushed through it. Uh, Let's simplify it. Have you ever gone to a a carnival on the side of the road? Have you ever been to an amusement park? Ever get on rides that are being run by people who probably shouldn't run anything. (laughs) Imagine a ride called the Demon Drop, for example. You get on the Demon Drop, it's 10 floors high, and some kid... (laughs) 15 years old, looking at his cell phone. Smoking a cigarette. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) When no one smokes anymore, straps you into a coffin, and then pulls a lever, and you plummet. Straight down, and your stomach goes into your throat and come, trying to come out your nasal passages, and you're screaming at the top of your lungs. <laughs> and then the hydraulic lift works, and you get off and say, That was crazy. Let's do it again. You go to a movie in this day and age where now the, 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 the images seem so realistic, you know you're going to have nightmares. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And you're looking at it and you're crapping your pants at a movie. And having the time of your life. We love being afraid. So what I'm asking you to do is stop being afraid of being afraid. Accept it as part of life. And sometimes enjoy it. I was tired. My sleep cycle is off. My biorhythms are off. And boom, boom, boom. I woke up. I was tired. I'm saying, oh, my God, who are these guys? Why do they even want to talk to me? That, that negative self-talk started. And, I, and so I said, oh, I see what's going on. I say, let me not just talk about Dave and Rob real estate. Let me go study these guys. Let me get excited about what they're really doing. Let me go deeper than the superficial nonsense that's trying to tell me, aren't you anxious? Aren't you nervous? Yeah, yeah, but I'm going to have a good time. (laughs) And and I know that their job is to enjoy what they're doing. So I'm not being set up. (laughs) So The self-talk, the self-talk. We have to train our own self-talk. If I can't do it by myself, ask for help. Use a counselor as a consultant. I teach people how to use counselors. Mm -hmm. Counselors, if if you were running Google, how much do you think you'd make a year? If you're running Google, you make enough money. You don't have to really count money anymore. Mm -hmm. So, But if you're running Google, would you use consultants? Yes. If you're making that much money, why do you need a consultant? Because you can't see what you can't see. Yeah. You need someone to see your blind spots. So what I need you to understand is counselors are consultants. Mm-hmm. Duh. <laughs> You're trying to run your life. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't see something. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like this counselor, fire his butt and get another one. <laughs> you know, until you get one that fits. But you have to begin to become so comfortable in the skin you're in 
that you begin to understand it, it is a a badge of of, of 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 certainty that you're capable of asking for help when you need it. I need some assistance. Uh, come here for a minute. I'd like to talk to you. Mm-hmm. How much do you charge? Okay. You work for me? Cool. Instead of saying, I don't want them in my head. I don't want anybody telling me what you do. That's all the nonsense that you've been programmed and taught by watching movies and all this nonsense. If you have someone who's not listening to you, next, <laughs> let them go and <laughs> find somebody. Well, awesome. We have a lot of people that benefit from having coaching within real estate, but it's really the same principle that we're talking about here. It's not always telling someone what they need to do. We all know what we need to do. It's helping. It's having someone help you figure out why you're not doing it Ooh. and how you're getting in your own way. And that's, I mean, that's a form of love, right? Like when you've got people in your life that love you, they naturally want to do that for you. But the way things have worked out, not everybody has a family that can provide that kind of benefit that's right. to them, right? Sometimes they have to seek it externally. Oh, you do because you want to get out of your own way. You've got to teach. You've got to teach. You what you do? I know that's what you do. You teach people to get out of their own way, if they want to go to the next level and begin to understand how they can have income coming in, residual income, and boom, 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 and managing properties and, and understanding how to manage the person who's managing the properties. But you teach them. Look, you can do this. That's really what y'all do. You can do this. Yeah, we're just reaffirming what they already know. They just got to dig it up. They they want to do it so badly, but they need to be coached. All of us need to be coached. What's the difference between Tom Brady and Charles Woodson and Desmond Howard and Michael Phelps? They're hungry and humble. See, people know they're hungry, but they don't know they're humble. Humble enough to be coachable? Being coachable is a statement that you need to begin to teach people how important it is for them to surrender the ego and allow someone else to be an expert. Mm. (laughs) Not on them, but in terms of their advice. You can accept it or reject it. When I'm working with with someone, I I make it clear, you can accept or reject what I'm saying. I'm okay with that. That actually opens up the door for them to say, okay, then I'll listen. (laughs) That's awesome, Greg. For people that want to find out more about you, where's the best place for them to go? Well, uh, you need to be real clear that um, Amazon and and, uh, Barnes & Noble and uh, Apple are really pushing the agenda. Right now, they can even win a life coaching session uh, when they go to the pre-order. To get your book, right? my book. So what's the name of this book? Stay Sane in an Insane World. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. Stay sane in an insane world. Is it available for pre-order now or for purchase? You can pre-order and then it's released. It's going to be released August 15th. Awesome. August 15th. Is Amazon the best place for them to go to pre-order it? I would say that's the easy, the easiest way to get it. Fantastic. Okay. Is there anywhere else you want to let people know? Is there an email or a website or anything? Or you think book's uh, the best place? There really is a gregharden.com. Gregharden.com. Awesome. It really does exist. I really exist. And I'm thrilled to have an opportunity to work with you two guys because I, I see what you're doing. You're not just teaching people how to sell real estate. You're teaching people how to be. Look, you ready for this? I'm going to give you one. You ready? Bigger pockets. What does that mean? For more money? What does that mean for more joy and happiness? You might need bigger pockets. That's all good. the joy and the happiness <laughs> that we're going to bring to you if you follow our program. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, That's thanks it, so much man. for coming on the show, awesome. dude. <laughs> all right. Fire thank you, Greg. Now. Thanks for sharing your, uh, your uh, time. I'm assuming you're from Michigan because all these guys you're naming, they, they're all from Michigan. Bruh, noticing that. I'm from Detroit. I went live in Ann Arbor. I worked for the University of Michigan for uh-huh. 34 years, and it's been quite a blessing and quite a treat. I've had some unbelievable opportunities to work with some amazing coaches and quite a few athletes, but I also worked with large corporations all before I was working in athletics. Well, thanks, man. That's we appreciate man. your time. This was a great interview. Tell your son I said hello. All right. All right, will do. This is David Green for Rob. Pocketful of Sunshine up solo. Signing off. Pew.
There's a reason small multifamily investing is so popular in the Bigger Pockets community. With just a 3.5% down payment, you can own up to four different units. Think about it. If you house hack and live in one of the units, you still have three different groups of tenants helping you pay down your mortgage every month, four kitchens and bathrooms you could renovate to increase your property value, four different Airbnbs, medium-term rentals, or other rental strategies that you can try in one property, all in just one transaction. Of course, the question is, where do you find a small multifamily property that you can actually afford? Which market and which deals are best for you? Once you close, how do you manage it, optimize it, keep scaling, and living your life without being tied down to four leaky toilets or four fussy tenants? All great questions, my friends. All to be answered in the upcoming Small Multifamily Bootcamp with Chris Lopez and Leka Devatha. So if you're serious about growing your portfolio with this highly efficient strategy, head to biggerpockets.com slash four, F-O-U-R. Today, and join us in the Small Multifamily Bootcamp. See you there. The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. Past performance is not indicative of future results, and all hosts and participant opinions are their own. Investment in any asset, real estate included, involves risk. Use your best judgment and consult with qualified advisors before investing. Only risk capital you can afford to lose. BiggerPockets LLC disclaims all liability for direct, indirect, consequential, or other damages arising from reliance upon information presented in this podcast.